Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Coaching Program. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance for those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this product, this podcast, is one of the tools I use to complete that mission essentially every day. This is a once-a-week thing. Now, the podcast is very simple. In 10 minutes' time, by the 10-minute time mark of this podcast, you will receive a lesson you can take away and add to improving your personal life or professional life, something that will help you go right now and get into something that will be much better for what you're doing at the moment. And if this is something that you're already doing at the moment, the message is something that's an echo of something you're already in, in place that hasn't quite clicked yet. What it gives you is some reinforcement that the idea you're working on right now is a good one. It's a great one. Just me may need a little more time, a little more effort, a little more seasoning for things to pan out. For more information on how I can hopefully help you work things out a little smoother, check out the main website, 10minutelifecoach.com. Now today, I want to talk about apologies. And the last time I brought up apologies in this podcast was back in episode 79. It was called, I apologize for pushing, but will not stop pushing. And that one, I gave a personal apology and sort of gave you the right to give personal apologies for assuming that people who really, really, really want something badly uh, that may need a push for something, uh, maybe sometimes you may come on too strong. Maybe sometimes your push seems more like a push off a cliff. And it scares people, and I apologize myself for doing the pushing I did or have done or am still doing to help people get to where they want to be. But I also say I'm not going to stop doing the pushing because that's what helps people go. Today we're talking about actual apologies, actually seeing that you are wrong in an effort and then backing away from what you're doing and giving a solid and a meaningful, and that by meaningful I mean something that you mean and full of meaning it, apology to a person, to a cause, to a thought, to an idea, inanimate object, if it, if you will. But an apology that is very easy to accept and very easy for someone to take in and allow you to do more stuff. If the apology is, for this case, for pushing too hard, then they'll accept the apology for pushing too hard and then help let you push them at least not hard enough. Now, the problem with apologizing, and we're unfortunately seeing this a lot in our culture in this day where we're recording right now, is that the right to be wrong is essentially a right that no one really wants to take up on. No one wants to say, I was wrong in something. I can change my thoughts on this because my original thoughts didn't work out the way they should have or don't really line up the way the world sees things. I am wrong. I want to improve things. That line of thinking is something that people see as weak, see as something that's deflective, see as something that is a bad character flaw on them because they don't have the right answer when they should. They're not as strong of a character as they should be. So why would I do that? Why would I allow that vulnerability, why would I allow that, that, that little hole in my armor to be exposed for someone to exploit And that's where the problem lies in apologies, because at some point in time, you're probably going to be wrong. No, at some point in time, you're going to be wrong, but you're probably going to be wrong more often than you really think you are. And when you are wrong, it's pretty easy to say I'm wrong and move away, back up and go forward, as opposed to thinking you have to hold up, hit up high 
and proclaim that wrong fact and proclaim that wrong idea over and over again, louder and louder, continuously, so that people believe, at least that you believe it, even when you've stopped believing in your rightness or wrongness in the issue, as you figured out you are wrong. So here's the whole thing about apologies. They're not a sign of weakness. They're a serious sign of strength. They're a sign of comfort, your comfort in your abilities and your position. You are comfortable in where you are and who you are and how you are around different people and your status and your stature that you can be wrong to someone who you are superior to or a superior to. Those are two separate things. And you can admit that to that person without feeling like you're giving something up other than a chance to give them the the right to be right in this case or give them a bit of a, a kind of a mental kick for being right on something and you accepting that your idea, your thought process and that wasn't the right way. They were right. They're a little better than they thought they were. You yourself aren't worse than you thought you were. You just were wrong in this case. There's nothing wrong with that. Knowing that you are secure in who you are and what you do and how people are around you and that people won't use this as a way to take advantage of you because you're wrong once, wrong a few times, wrong on maybe a fairly large issue. It just means you admit that something was off in your thinking and now you're thinking in a different way and you're learning to get better at that. There is no problem whatsoever with being wrong and there's no problem whatsoever in admitting that you're wrong. Now, in cases where being wrong causes serious harm, serious damage, uh, then there are some issues where maybe you should put in more safeguards to not be wrong in the process. But trust me, sometimes people make the wrong decisions and they do lead to uh, serious consequences. If no one dies from the issue, if no one's seriously hurt, it just means it took a very serious consequence to learn a very serious lesson that hopefully you will take to heart very quickly. Now, another thing about apologies is that it also shows that you have a strength to recognize your actual abilities. You can see in the moment your faults. You can see what's good about yourself and what's bad about yourself. One of the weird thing about these personality uh, tests that we do, and I conduct a fair amount of them doing my training with people and trying to figure out what motivates them and how they work around themselves and each other, is that it lists a bunch of strengths and weaknesses. And these are things that when you look at them in a listing like this, seem fairly general, but seem like they fit you perfectly. A lot like your zodiac sign. Your zodiac sign seems to fit you perfectly because it is actually a pretty basic analogous uh, thing uh, separated by just kind of random luck. You put enough of one thing in one side, enough of another thing in another side, and they balance themselves out, and most people will fit into kind of a general nosity in those things. And it just so happens to be sort of coincidence that for Zodiacs, people with certain temperaments take up certain things because they start to take in what's on that list and believe they are that. Now, the personality tests and kind of those things, uh, some people are kind of you know pushing aside their actual validity in some things. But a lot of those comes to reactions to the questions being asked. So people who react to certain things tend to have certain ways. So those things you can take with a grain of salt. You can take with a, a block of granite if you want to. How accurate and how will they go, especially some people who seem to fall on the line for spectrums. 
But when you look at a list of things that your abilities that show that what you are positive and you are negative, if you're a person who can actually see those two things and evaluate those two things and live in a world in your head where you get that you have this weakness, but you have the strength that overtakes that or you have the strength, you have this weakness that sort of tones this down, then you're a person who can actually see very well in the real time when things are not going your way and when you're going down a path that's wrong. People like that, people that can balance those ideas, have a better chance of seeing those wrongs and apologizing for them and saying something sincere as opposed to people who believe they are all the positives that are on the list and disagree that any of the negatives on the list even exist for them. Those people will rarely see themselves as being in the wrong because they don't see a wrong side to themselves. The first thing you should do is learn to balance your positives and negatives. You don't have to necessarily you know, try to work to increase your negatives or just decrease them uh, in your thought process, just shove them away, but just know that there are some things that d- balance you out for the positive and the negative. Some things you're great at, some things you're not so great at, and when you can live in that world, you can see things in real time better. And then when you see that you're going down the wrong path, that you're pushing a little too hard the wrong way, that you're saying things that don't really fit in the in the notion. And, of course, when you're really saying something disrespectful to a person, once it's obvious that what you're saying is disrespectful, whether you believe it or not, you just see that the disrespect is on their face, you just back away and say, I'm sorry. An honest apology, a sincere I'm sorry, will trump anything that goes along the lines of divisiveness. Anytime you think you're doing something that's cutting at someone, back away, try to evaluate what's going on, and give an honest and faithful apology for what you're doing. Not an apology for them being hurt, but an apology for what you're doing hurting them. Then talk it out. Figure out a way to mend the fracture and let it heal, and let it heal naturally. And thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 10-Minute Life Coach. I'm glad that you're along with us for the podcast. Like we said earlier, it's just one of the tools that I use in doing my personal and professional development work. If you want to be a part of it, get into it, help me out with it. And every time I get a chance to help a person, um, hopefully we both get something great out of it. You can stop by the website 10-Minute Life Coach for the programs and things going on. Now, one program we are pushing very hard is the $10 Life Coach. And what it actually is, it's a group. It's a new community that we're creating. We're, we're rebranding the the name, refocusing onto essentially what it was once was. And it was a program that sent out various personal development things. It still does that. But what it is is essentially you're helping to pay the cost of keeping everyone in the community, keeping the cost very low, by the way. And we will join together, all of us in that group will join together, hold hands, hug each other. Yes, guys, we'll hug a lot. And we will figure out ways to talk each other up and work through each other's problems in a group setting. It's going to be essentially an equals thing. The only thing that uh, makes it a bit unequal on my end is the fact that when I do have programs and services and things that I'm going to produce for sale, I'm going to give you a chance to check a look at them right off the bat for, if not free, extremely reduced prices to get in for these things. So you'll see all the new products I have out there for pretty cheap. Plus, we together will hold each other up, hold each other accountable, and help ourselves through the things that we have issues with. Because, guys, trust me, everyone needs a little support. It's a lot easier when you know you got somebody there who's got your back instead of someone you don't trust. 
and we all trust each other. Check out how to get into the program and the $10 just bought, just basically the cost for a month to help keep the lights on for the most part. Check it out at 10minutelifecoach.com and click on the link for the $10 Life Coach. Meanwhile, uh, ch- make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss out on this thing and we'll probably start doing some writing here or there, some more pot, some more um uh, blog posting and, and things like that probably revising the medium um, medium uh, the channel we had a media network posting more things there because I'm in the process of making a book or something I believe it'll turn to a book it'll take a little time for that uh, on the brand I have for the 10 minute life coach I've made a book for my your better you brand which is called quick steps your better you uh, those are really quick tips to go with that but I think I want to do something or I want to do something I don't think I want to do something with the 10-minute life coach and with all I've had here, this being a much longer uh, ministry or much if you want to call it that. So we're going to work on some some written things to publish into a larger volume, something you can take away with you, and we'll see how that grows. We'll probably do some blog posts. We'll probably do some posts on Medium. And eventually, if we get enough things together and I get somebody to help me edit it well, we will turn it into a book or book form something. See that coming down the line. But the big thing I need you to do is right now, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Share it with a friend. Share it with some enemies. Share it with random strangers so we have more people to join in with us in the common bond of just being better people. Uh, for more information about other side projects, check out jclevelandpain.net. And for contacting me, the best way to do it is via email, jclevelandpain.org. I'm sorry. Yeah, jclevelandpain at gmail.com. I also have info at jclevelandpain.net, which I need to actually get more work into, but that's going to be the main hub at one point. But jclevelandpain at gmail.com. I'm always on Gmail. I'm always there, always checking it. Check that out as well. In the meantime, thank you again for just being with us for the podcast. Let me know if there's anything I can do to make things better. Uh, I will apologize for any offenses that I've caused, so go ahead and let me know what, if I need to apologize. And wherever you get your podcast from, uh, stop by and give reviews. iTunes and Apple Podcasts are essentially still the granddaddies of them all, even though this is a this is a mostly uh, um, mostly uh, Stitcher a podcast be honest and a lot of android users using that app so wherever you get your podcast from just um give it a rating review let us know how we're doing let people know how we're doing so we can gather a few more listeners in the meantime be back to listen for another edition next week of the 10 minute life coach